Can, can we can, can we start that again? That was that was terrible. It sounds like nothing we ever. Our do. introductions are never good. Hey, and that's a good introduction. You know what you should do? Maybe I should record my cats meowing, and you should just add that. Hello, everybody. You guys are listening to the Two Vegans with me, Chirag. Lockdown special and with me, Heather. <laughs> so, how's it going? Oh, I'm this close to losing my sanity. <laughs> the really? smile that you hear right now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is very, very fake. It's just for you. It's not that fake. Yeah. I mean, I can see it right. You, like we're on you, video. Do you not know me? <laughs> Have you known me to smile this much ever? No, no, not really. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know what else to ask you now because if that's like if that's if the stage you're at is, <laughs> I'm, I'm seconds away but from losing my. But that's sanity. the thing, right? We do a lot of these uh, family and friends Zoom channel. People are like, so what else is up? Um, <laughs> my walls were white yesterday, and they're white today as well. Nothing much has changed. <laughs> and uh, my cats have have started looking at me like they're like just. Leave the, house. leave the house <laughs> leave the house can you just leave us alone so that we can just sleep in peace they hate me they absolutely hate me i wish i had a dog at this stage you, you don't think a dog would have hated you no no dogs are a bit silly they just love people too much more than required they're like those stalker boyfriends that are just there everywhere are you in the bathroom can i come see you <laughs> <laughs> That's a very. <laughs> I'll try to bring just a weird analogy. Like your definition of stalker boyfriend is super worried. I've had a couple, so but, I know them. So, right, fair enough. Uh, so, uh, well, there's no point doing a sanity check, I think now. But uh, but what's been going on? Has anything been going on? At least since we last recorded for the listeners, I'm sure there's been quite a bit literally going. nothing. <laughs> I have no updates for you. Let's just jump to the episode. Why don't you tell me what's happening in your fun? podcasty life uh i mean i've been indoors too for the most part and i'm still maintaining that so the the thing that's different i think since the last time we recorded is now like i actually have a setup where i can sit and got mic set up and and we've set up this whatever this new service which we're using to record um remotely and all that and no it's not zoom and no it's not zoom um and then it's also allowing us to do some live stuff so we did a live episode last week we're doing another one on tuesday it's been things like that but beyond that like in terms of life you know it's a lot of online ordering and uh learning how fast kipsons is versus amazon and uh knowing which one you can rely on for what you need is what i'm what That's i've been true. working on over the last i think week or so how about going from one chin to three chins well i started at 2 to be honest um so so the, the the you know the rise was gradual for me compared to most people uh but yeah it's been the first the first month was very difficult like it was just very difficult to get and like feel even energized to like walk around the house even um and you just like you, i think it's it's taking a toll right so you just land up sleeping in routines are no longer routines no and days are no, i mean you don't half the time you don't know what day is going on um if i have a week where i don't have a lot of things happening on my calendar that then for sure i have no idea what day is going on oh my god you're doing the, the zoom thing without zoom we need a new instagram post <laughs> <laughs> right so so what do we want to talk about today do you remember yeah well, i feel like this is a personal <laughs> question 
<laughs> I was going to just go to see I what feel happened. Like you're, you're, no, no, I'm not answering this question. I feel okay. insulted now. I have tabs opened up here to read from. It's <laughs> not what we do on the show, by the no, way. No, we don't. No, we don't. Um, no, but I wanted to reference a couple of articles because of which the inspiration came to do this episode, which is basically to see why, despite whatever is going on and the and the whole world has gone pretty much upside down, but still there is no mainstream media that speaks about animal rights, that speaks about veganism, that speaks about what went wrong at the root level. Um, and that's something that we want to talk about today. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, so if we follow on from our last episode, right, where we were talking about just what like what got us here and um, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we've we've been sort of uh, just sidestepping and, and condoning this these kind of practices at the scale that we're condoning them and and running them and you look at everything from factory farming to just just inhumane practices um one of the things i mean it's it's been what a month a month and something a month and a half since we actually had that chat you and me um and i'm sitting here wondering you know by now so we 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 went through all the oh my god there's a lockdown like oh this is happening or oh, that's happening like we've 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 entered into some level of a routine however isolated today um you would think that by now at least some conversations would have begun about saying okay well how do we make sure that in knowing know what we know about why this started um you know what do we do about how do we change how do we adjust and you see this from the smallest person who is experimenting with cooking and 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 shedding you know uh, uh, pictures and pictures of biryanis to uh the article that we we were sharing the other day and we'll talk about in a little bit about how there's a there's a guy who is you know someone who's who's upset about the fact that like oh my god I'm going to have to like kill all the pigs that I've been raising for slaughter and there's and there's no market for them uh because the demand has gone down or whatever and and the fact that that like in that entire article there was no discussion about the fact that like uh you raised thousands of pigs just to slaughter them like we're not even having that conversation we're just like oh my god it's so sad for the butcher and you're just going i think that article was so on the edge of being psychopathic like i'm like how does anyone reading news think this is normal but then there are a lot of crazy things happening right the world leaders are talking absolute crap these days they always have but we're now reading more yeah. and we're now paying more yeah, attention obviously but yeah. you can still like get away with that but how can you as somebody who has even an ounce of conscience think that this is normal to read despite knowing that this disease that is killing the world right now has literally started in an animal market yeah and transmitted that way yeah um and i think one of the other articles that actually um as i said was an inspiration for this was on the 8th of may bbc had um, written an article on um, the amazon forests this is on the 8th of may right when corona is absolutely at its peak and people are going out there and it says that in the first four months of 2020 destruction of the forest by illegal loggers and ranchers rose 55% and of course this news did not get enough attention like most of the people i'm pretty sure who will be listening to this episode will be like when did this happen we have no idea yeah. right and why is nobody talking about this at a level that we're talking about a virus that's killing the world are we saying that trees are not important anymore for us to live um 
So it just had this one little mention on one of the most renowned um, uh, news agency and news website. Well, after that, there has been nothing and nobody pretty much knows about it. So if you look at the, the like the chronology of how like these conversations started happening once, you know, the... The, the virus started spreading like across the world. So you, you look at like end of February, early March, um, all the conversations were around, oh my God, like, you know, nature's fighting back and like this and that, the other. So f- the first there was that and you had those memes and everything else that was happening around that. And not very long after you started having these, um, and we spoke about one of these on on the last episode, right? About how like, it's like nature has told us to all go back into our rooms and think about what we've done, right? And... Um, and you saw uh, a lot of posts coming out about, oh, look, a lot of places you saw animals roaming the streets, uh, you know, uh, water becoming clearer, the environment getting less polluted, uh, the air being easier to breathe, etc. right? All of this stuff. In the last month, like, have you heard any of these conversations anymore about the impacts of the environment? No. Um, on, on top of that, you have, you know, this, there's, a, there's a pretty big drive to kind of restart uh, countries, economies, and and whatever else over the last two or three weeks, let's say, and that's it's a worldwide thing. I don't mean just here. Um, in the in the effort to kind of reignite primarily the economy, but also just to get people moving and and and, and getting back to some semblance of normalcy. And then you see moves that are happening. So for me, like there was we we had this news about the drive-in cinema here, um, and you kind of are like, okay, so we figured out a way to get people to a cinema while maintaining social distancing and maintaining the fact we can't put people in the room, you know, in, in tight spaces. But we're doing that by enabling everybody to say, hey, please bring your cars into the cinema, right? You can only have two people per car, so, you, you know, accordingly to fill up the space, you need that many cars. So you've now created like an environment that's actually environmental non-friendly uh, to, to offset this when this whole thing began because, hey, A, animals, but B, environment. And somehow now the solutions that are coming out to deal with this are actually, in my opinion, slightly more taxing or will turn out to be more taxing if more and more countries and more and more places adopt the same strategy. So today it's one cinema, but if every cinema does this tomorrow, um, you know, like how have we solved the problem? Exactly. And it's just that the amount of sheer effort you're putting, and I understand economies need to come back, people are dying of starvation, money needs to circulate again. Fair enough. Uh, for whatever solutions you're coming up with. But why are you not looking at the other aspect of things? Like on, on going back to this Amazon article, it actually says that the reason this happened, th- 1,200 square kilometers of rainforest was just yeah. deleted, right, from existence. And the reason this happened was because the law enforcement agencies did not bother working. Yeah, they're focused elsewhere, and so yeah, they were, all the stuff or, is or just going to go. Or they were too scared yeah. to kind of go out there. So the illegal loggers were like, ah, let me just go out there because there's nobody to now watch us and go and clean yeah. the rainforest. But can you blame them? Can you just stop the blame over there and move on? No, because the demand for meat, obviously, um, if it's already not known, rainforests are being mostly cleared for animal agriculture. Um, and the demand for meat hasn't stopped or hasn't dropped. It's a, it's a sh- it's shifted from like restaurants to homes. That's, exactly. that's what's really happened, right? At the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. Yeah. But people are still eating the same amount of meat, not realizing the um, the the harmful effect. 
the harmful effect. No, I had a better <laughs> word, but it's not coming to me. Anyway, people are not realizing the um, effect that it's having over nature, right? And it, the effect that it's having over, or it has had over the entire existence of this virus um, that has handicapped the world now. Which brings us to the original question that why doesn't mainstream media project this information? Yeah, and I don't. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I think this logically for me, from a chronology point of view, this is this is how the conversation should have developed itself, starting from why did this happen? Oh, look, there is a very clear um, impact of us not being out and about on the environment. Uh, to okay. If we are to return, can we do it while making sure the environment isn't affected and can we do it in, in, in more sustainable ways? When we talk about the economy being restored, uh, you know, my take would have been, okay, well, how, how will we encourage people to shift from non-sustainable companies to sustainable companies? Now, this is not to say that there aren't initiatives happening around that, but I haven't seen any country in an effort to restart the economy talk about pushing things towards sustainability. It's, it's entirely been, let's get to a point where we can get people out and get people working, and get, whether it's from home or whether it's outdoors, doesn't matter. But let's get people working, right? Let's, let's restore, let's work towards status quo. Not, well, we're going to restore things, but, uh, for example, we're going to, now that we anyway have taken a time out, let's maybe look at pushing a bunch of people into, I don't know, sustainable energy, um, sustainable agriculture, food security, and kind of shift the conversation there because we, well, we had a reset. Let's, let's talk about that. Um, instead, even, even the conversations where we're having that, uh, you know, we, we work with some sustainability people and, and we do a show on that and all that. It's still in the same exact same pockets as it was that was happening anyway beforehand, right? There's the active people, active companies that were doing it. They were doing it before. They're still doing it now. How we added new people, right? I don't know anybody in my circles, for example, I don't I don't know people who've gone vegan because of this issue, right? Or who've, who've shifted to a less meat lifestyle because of this issue. For me, it's exactly the way it was before to now. Except we're all doing it inside a house and we're not like running outdoors yet. Uh, and I don't feel like any I don't feel like we've actually seen substantial change in the way we operate and the and the way we impact the environment almost at all. Yeah, I think also how I see it and the reason. There has to be a bit of a deeper reason as well, right? People don't want to consume information that makes them feel guilty, right? And um, if you go on social media and if you go on a, I don't know, you might have joined some cute kitten pictures, Facebook page, for example, right? Just for your daily cuteness, motivation, whatever. And suddenly some guy comes in and speaks about cruelty to kittens all over the world and puts up videos and pictures of that. And somehow says that, okay, if it's basically because of you guys that this is happening, if you don't change this or whatever, right? The first instinct of that person would be, instead of thinking about how I can change it, it would be like, I'm leaving this group. This is not what I signed up for. I don't want this kind of negativity in my life. I'm just leaving, right? So. But you've, you've had people like tell you that you, you're posting on your Facebook and not inside, not even inside a yeah. group, just on your Facebook, yeah. uh, stuff that's extremely harsh and I don't want to see it in my day. I understand animal cruelty, but I don't want to see yeah. this in my feet. Yeah, which I don't get because you don't understand animal cruelty if you think that it's so easy to walk away from it, right? And all it does is that in your head, you've walked away from that information and it's not going to bother you and you've distracted yourself with some other information, but that animal is still over there dying, right? And that deforestation over there is still happening 
So therefore, the news agencies at some stage are like, hang on a second, there's way too much competition now, right? Yeah, and this and if this is not what people want to watch or read or why see, why should I show it? Why why should we publish? Right. So it's again basic economies of scale, demand and supply. Um, and if I am running, I don't know, Heathel's Daily News, and if people are not reading me because like, okay, Heathel is crazy. She's all the time she's talking about animal cruelty. I'm just gonna go back and read what Chirag is selling. So obviously, I have to keep up and give people what they want to consume. And so I think there has to be a general shift of the consumption of news or information that people want. Yes, it's harsh information, but this is the reality. This is what's going on in the real world. And why are we only restricting this to with animals, right? This is also what happens, let's say, in Syria, right? We read about it, we read about it, and I'm talking about myself as well. I'm equally guilty. I read about it. I know as a person, I have limited impact to this, or I have limited powers to kind of work on this, but I still have some, I still have some, I can still get up from, get out from my convenient life, go out there, help people in some stage. I don't. Instead, what I do is I read too, I feel bad, I feel grateful about my life and I move on to something else, which keeps me happy. Um, so I think there has to be a general shift with how people consume information and there has to be more um, responsible journalism which actually goes out there and makes people think. And I feel like one of the, or the only um, mainstream media agency that does that is The Guardian. I have mostly seen issues on animal rights, veganism, um, you know, just meat eating in general, being covered by Guardian when I compare it to any other regular mainstream uh, agency. Oh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. So uh, I do think it's a problem of the fact that people aren't really demanding it as much, or at least th that percentage hasn't changed. Again, I, I do think when you when you talk about these conversations, the people that were having it are, are, were the ones that were having it already before we were looking at an impact of a coronavirus, right? Um, I don't think, I don't feel like, and again, it may be a little anecdotal, but I don't feel like uh, the people around me have changed anything they're doing about their opinions about just coming out of the impacts of this. And I think as a result of which also, uh, you talk about responsibility of journalism. I mean, you know, you look at uh, people like Beyonce or and we've seen Ricky Gervais and other people that have used their platforms and use uh, tremendous amounts of influence that they carry to speak up for animal rights. I don't, I don't see anything of that happening. Yeah. Right. And we're seeing a lot of uh, companies come out with all sorts of campaigns around. We're in this together, and uh, you know we're going to communicate like this with you, and we want to let's figure out other ways to connect with you. And all of these communications are happening, but how many have you? You know, has who has run a campaign? A new company, especially, as in a company that didn't do it before coronavirus, run a campaign to say, hey, let's save the environment together. We lived through this. Let's figure out how we can save the environment together. The conversation is, we've taken this, these steps to take care of the safety of our staff. We're taking these steps to ensure your safety, whether it's F&B, deliveries, whatever, it doesn't matter. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. Not, hey, we're all going to go out and now also, uh, you know, source things from sustainable fashion providers, let's say. Or, hey, you know what? We're going to look at our furniture lines and change some of these things to have sustainable products and use less plastic. Well, we're not having the conversation. And on top of that, because of all the stringent measures and everything that have been put in place, have you seen how much plastic everybody's using now? Like, it's gone, it's gone off the rocker because sanitization and, and safety and all of these things and everything has to be disposable, right? It, the masks. How many masks have, we, have people thrown today, right? Like, how many? 
just because of this. Like you've seen the cycling of masks happen. I mean, who's going to deal with the impact of that? We again, the, you know, we like, but or the animals rather, actually, not even us. Like the animals will deal with the impact of that months from now, um, and we're not having this conversation. I mean, it, it's 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 so worrying. And there was one person who actually tried to speak about this, Brian Adams. Did you read about that? And boy, did he get beaten up, didn't he? Um. So. And I think we also spoke about this in the previous episode, right? It's not racist to speak the truth. Um, and that's exactly what happened to this guy, right? Um, so he was being quite candid and he was being quite honest about how he feels. And he got a lot of shit from people because he spoke his mind and he spoke the truth, right? And his, his tweet did not even mention any race or any nationality. But people with their political agendas, right? Two kinds of people attacked him. One that had political agendas and just came out of nowhere, swooped in and, oh my God, you're such an idol. You shouldn't have spoken like that. And so racist and so anti-Asian. Um, and the second set of people were like the guilty ones. I looked up to you. How dare you speak the truth and make me uncomfortable with this? I don't respect you anymore, right? Yeah, and so so there's, there's two things. One is I think there was also like people dug up a lot about his past, right? And started like throwing that in his face as well about like, yeah, well, the guy who did this when he was like 12 or whatever. I don't yeah. know, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I know, but you know, who, who had this in his history, like, oh, you know, any of you, know, he's already, he was already, he was always bonkers or, or whatever. Yeah. So that was one. Uh, but by the way, like there's been, there have been numerous celebrities who have tried to speak up. They've all now stopped, by the way. But initially, when this was when this was starting to ha- to happen, uh, you know, there was a lot of comments about like the, the handling of the WHO when it came to actually just really painting the right picture of what was going on. Um, so I think it's it's bizarre. But but we've seen so many celebrities get hounded, absolutely, absolutely hounded, uh, for for saying just this line, yeah. right? Just saying that uh, you know people should be held responsible, and it's completely not okay for uh certain certain people to to give us news in the way they've been giving it to us and we we don't appreciate that because clearly look all of us have been i mean the backs of every economy around the world is broken right out of this one source at the end of the day and uh, like why can't we talk about then why aren't we talking about that more yeah and the poor guy he had to come back and apologize he's also again being honest in his apology right he's he said that uh apologies to any and all that took offense no excuse. I just wanted to have a rant about the horrible animal cruelty in these wet markets being the possible source of virus and promote veganism. I can't believe people are offended by this. Why? Why are we offended by this, but we're not offended by what Trump is saying on a daily basis? No, and I'm completely with you. I mean, there's so many, so many insane things that are being said right now, right? And they're just, okay. Like, all right, whatever. And then you have people like outraging over the fact that someone says, you know, hey, maybe I'm going to make a switch in my lifestyle. And maybe that's the reason why we're not seeing more people come out and change. And they're like, you know what, maybe I'll do it indoors, but I won't talk about it. Because who wants, you know, honestly, like at a time like this, right, at a time when we're all dealing with, honestly, like this, mentally, this is exhausting what we're dealing with here, right? And this is not to like take away any importance from the people who are actually suffering from the virus, because obviously that's like, above and beyond that and we have all these frontline workers who are doing amazing work and putting their lives at risk just to keep people safe and just to keep our lives afloat by the way right every delivery guy that has ensured that I didn't need to leave my house uh, you know and that, and that's amazing but uh, but you know there is a there is a there is an impact 
to all of us uh, to do this and and we and we will see effects of this for a long time and i don't just mean the economy right um so at a time like this um i can see why someone like a brian adams or somebody else would be like you know what i i just can't deal with this and i'm just going to apologize and walk back because this is no i i can't like i don't have the bandwidth to to just to even manage that yeah mentally. and it's beyond that like it's not like his career can end you know if he and that's just such that's so unfair you have put so much pressure on the guy and you'll ruin his career in like one night um it's 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 funny because my next um, uh, guitar lesson is summer of 69 <laughs> um so brian adams if you're listening <laughs> Don't worry, we are with you. you she, you're gonna you're gonna play a cover of this in the next episode. So what's gonna happen? Uh, sure. It's on record now. You said yes, and and technically I have a video that says I, I you, were, you a, said you nodded. I think it's a difficult song. I can play a cover of uh, John Denver leaving on a jet plane. But that doesn't help us in this situation. We have to for Brian Adams. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be sick of his own songs. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, that's all I had. So what are your closing thoughts? Yeah, like I said, I I think I'm going to go back to the same thing which is I think it's amazing that the conversation has not developed in fact I feel like it's regressed. Uh you know, we've we keep we seem to be wanting to go back into saying, you know, ah let's just go back to status quo please. I don't want to talk about this stuff. Uh let's pretend like none of this happened. I mean, you look at um so many car companies ran campaigns, so many amusement parks ran campaigns about how like we're in this together we'll see you soon don't worry blah 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 and not one of them turned around and said hey you know like i think we've done enough to the environment let's 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 build a better earth together right or let's let's uh let's do something about that together uh if we're just going to go back to polluting the earth exactly the same way as it was a year from today uh i mean it's a case of we're going to look back in this time and it's going to be written into history as uh, it's something that we all went through in our lifetimes but something what's that the we emerged from as winners yeah. yeah there's going to be a lot of um, fairy tale nonsense it's already started all we've done is we've like sit at home in our glorious roofs under our glorious roofs and just white walls don't forget the white walls um we have a picture not everyone has white walls but while we're at it and while we're at the topic of making people uncomfortable and speaking of unpopular opinions can we please just think about or invite our listeners to think about population control i am very passionate about this topic but please think about population control because if your economy has literally plunged in two days of a virus hitting you there is something seriously wrong if your country cannot sustain you for 3 months without going to work on a daily basis think about it there is something there are way too many of us yeah and this is i think that we can have another um and i i felt that's what i was going to say i was like you know at some point i think we need to we will need to address this topic i think it just independently and we'll, we'll look into that but Yay! <laughs> I know you. It's the only reason she started this. I don't show. need you on uh, this episode, no, but really. this is going to be my episode. You can just sit over there and nod and listen. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Uh, Because you I, like uh, children. I'll just be you. there for the. I, I'll be there for the. I'll be there for the intro. No, no, no. It's it's just everything. <laughs> I'll edit it if you want me to. 
<laughs> okay then. I mean if you think about it like all of this although started in a specific place due to a specific reason spread because of our population right like we, we just like because we are our populations are so dense and you know people come into contact so easily that like I mean, you look at some of the the countries which have very low population densities and they're emerging oh, from it's just just like fairly this. okay and I'm like why are you saying this well there's that too <laughs> there's that too but I, I don't like want to this, this suits probably. me I can see I can be the bad cop of the show you don't have to. No, I, I'm, no, I'm just saying like population densities and stuff being such. So it's so it's been it's been actually it's been actually genuinely difficult in certain countries to to create social distancing and proper social distancing because it's very difficult to do that in various parts of the world. And I think it's so important that we kind of start to think about that like very seriously. And it's not just the just not just that. I think it's everything, our lifestyles, the way we live. The environment, the animals. Like, if we, if if something of this level is not making us like, it's not churning in our heads as a way to say, man, I need to change the way I live my life. Uh, I mean, that's like a level of. Again, I'm like every delivery I get, like I'm just looking at the plastic going on. Like, I understand you need to sanitize, but like, what are you doing here? Double packed in plastic. Double packed in plastic, and by the way, like our recycle supply chains are not operating the way they were. So I can't even recycle this smoothly right now. It's it's insane that we're not like talking about solving these problems. Like we talked about making sure that groceries reach people and supplies reach people. Did we talk about is recycling going to reach people? Are, are these the waste that was going to come out of all of these situations because we're spending so much extra time at home? Uh, who's going to deal with that, all that extra waste? Because okay, restaurants when you're you know if you're eating out during the day, restaurants might have tie-ins at least with food wastage and uh, recycling and and on all of these stuff, and maybe they're taking efforts to remove straws and deal with other plastic things. We're not going to do that at home, and now we have we you know we've shifted from like a fifty-fifty, 60-40 kind of lifestyle to a hundred like ninety-nine-one lifestyle of being inside the house all the time. So the amount of waste we're generating and the amount of stuff that even when you're ordering is because of the extra plastic, because of the extra sanitization. Like, how are we going to deal with all this stuff? The masks, the gloves that we've just disposed every time we go to the groceries now. Something we didn't have to do before. Like, who's going to get impacted by this? The same, the same. Us. Poor animals. Three years later, there's going to be a virus emerging somewhere because of plastic. So yeah, I mean, I think I, th- I know that we can keep talking about this and <laughs> for another hour because it's very frustrating to both of us, and we've had chats about this too. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we'd, as always, we'd love to hear from you guys about uh, what you're thinking. Maybe you can suggest things we can do. Uh, I mean, I, I'd love to be able to put out a message uh, on our Instagram, for example. Uh, kind of just reactivating some of these conversations I feel like we should start doing that now if we're going to reactivate the economy we might as well reactivate the sustainability conversations too uh, but uh, but yeah I would love to hear from you and of course you can find us on Instagram at the .2.vegans where we'll be happy to chat with you about more of these things and don't forget to be the change be the change ciao ciao I have not heard but by the way, if anyone's interested, I have deactivated my Facebook account. Okay. Oh, I was expecting a reaction. I, I, don't, I, don't, check, I don't check Facebook that often. That's hey, this is big. Can't fight with people yeah, anymore you, online. How? Is that why you're really frustrated right now? No, this is why I'm happy. <laughs> but just be sure that two episodes later, there's not going to be any content for the two vegans. <laughs> <laughs> no real life experiences. Hey, people don't people don't need to know that all of our content comes from Facebook. Thank you very much. The content does not come from Facebook. The content comes from my experiences on Facebook. I mean, let's face it, like I'm the entertaining part of the show. You're just there. <laughs>